0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW approved. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Dope is what flows in his fam's DNA. Dope is what flows in his fam's DNA. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Dope Interviews brought to you by the 19 Media Group. And today we're joined by actor extraordinaire and star of Apple's TV swagger. O.J. Jackson Jr. is in the virtual building. What's good, my brother? How you doing?
1: I'm good, man. Chilling. Uh, just waiting for the Lakers to start. Oh,
0: here we go. I'm a Celtics fan, so I can't even I can't even rock with you right now. We oh, no. right
1: now. Oh, this interview's over. That's what's up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got big time beef. We got big time beef. Oh.
1: So,
0: um but let, let's jump right into it, family. Like so you play a character by the name of Ike for this great, great series swagger coming up on Apple TV. You've been lauded for playing and picking great roles in your career. Uh, kind of what drew you to this role specifically?
1: Um, how real it was, you know, how close to home it was. Uh, there's so many every every role that I've chosen. I look for something in it that I can connect with. Obviously, my first role was by far the 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 biggest one to connect with. But after that, you know, uh, uh, things like uh, playing Seth Rogen's best friend in, in Long Shot. You know, all my friends, we all hype, we'll hype each other up over anything. You know, whatever it is, uh, you you can, if I were to shoot a a paper towel in a trash can, my friend Roman would be right in my ear, you're a monster, greatest of all time, just a beast. (laughs) And so, like, I, I use that element. When it comes to swagger, I saw so much of myself with, not only for the love of basketball, but... You know, becoming a new father and everything that that entails, you know, the nervousness of uh, and the stress of so many people depending on you and needing you to succeed. It is uh, it's 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 something that. As a as a grown man, you take on, you know, there's a there's a bit in all of us that is made to provide like we are a program that like we got to get it done. And when the world feels like it's shrinking on you, it can it can really damage a person. And I felt like Ike was my most vulnerable character that I've played. He's he knows he doesn't have it all figured out and he's not scared to admit that. And um, yeah, I I, I really thought, you know, for this to be my first series, that it's it's a great character arc and it's a great uh, uh, real relatable uh, piece of piece of art.
0: I think it's a great answer. And, you know, I think for where you're at right now, and, you know, we kind of joked here in the beginning, you know, obviously you do follow the game. You do follow basketball so forth and so forth. But how do you prepare for a role like this, you know, as a coach, like that side of it too, and, and entering this world, which is very, very unique. There's a lot of pitfalls kind of in the, you know, AAU world, so to speak. How did you prepare for this role? Who's some of your coaching legends, if you will, people that you might've looked up to?
1: Uh, my first coaching legend uh, is my dad. My dad was my coach for a while, um, I went on to coach my little brother uh, at a point in my life. Um, obviously, you know, what type of Laker wouldn't mention? Pat Riley or, um, you know, if I could be a mixture of Pat Riley and uh, Phil Jackson, I feel like I'd be a great coach. Uh, Greg Popovich, obviously, the, the more of a drill sergeant who, you know, expects the team to lift one another up. I think would be the best example as far as ike um just somebody who wants the team to recognize that without each other we're nothing you know it it can't just be one by one individual we are a machine and when we can't have one missing gear we can't have one missing piece or the the machine don't work you know and at the same time uh this isn't all kumbaya. We are in war. <laughs> so get out there and, and get it done. And I really feel that any leader of young men and women needs to be somebody who can be admired and can can show not only the tough side but also the the vulnerability of a real human. It's somebody that you can believe in and want to prosper. Uh, as a coach, the same way you would want the players to.
0: One of the things that strikes me about the show, and I haven't finished in its entirety just yet, but there is a lot of realism to it. There's a lot of angles that it's trying to touch on. There's COVID stuff going on in there as well, too. Um, How does that kind of just resonate with you? You know, the, like, centrist trying to kind of touch on so many things throughout the course of a a 10-episode series.
1: I think that's what's going to make us stand out, is that, um, you know, we... We speak on so many real-living and current things uh, that happens that, uh, you know, you might, it it, swagger might come at you fast the same way that life does. You know, there might be things going down that you forgot and it creeps back up on you, you know, the same way that it does in real life. And I feel that that level of relatability is is what's going to make us stand out, make us feel more of a uh, representation of the current times for not only black america but you know america as a whole and and the things that youth all over the country have to deal with that don't necessarily get a spotlight on
0: them tell me what you think you learned about this world right i mean again like you know about acting and you've been in the entertainment world so to speak and everything like that for a very long time but like I said, in like this is a very, very unique world. There's a lot of shady people, even from the coaches. Like, you know, you kind of have an antagonist in the series who's trying to get at you and steal your players and that type of thing. What did you learn about that world, so to speak, and even maybe a little bit more about the DMV, so to speak?
1: I mean, I'd always heard whispers about, you know, the, the shadiness of amateur basketball, um, amateur youth basketball, you know, where kids are no longer kids, but pieces, you know, uh, their pawns, dollar signs, and um, you know, to to be in a project that firsthand shows and openly talks about shady uh, under the table deals for kids is uh, you know it's a it's a unique opportunity to get people to speak on a subject and possibly uh, put Swagger in a position that will make it more of an educational show and uh, a blueprint for kids to, to learn how to see these red flags and to further protect themselves. And that should be what everybody wants. Katie's attached to this project, you know, kind of telling that story from the
0: DMV. Did you get to interact with him at all? Was he on set throughout the course of this process as well?
1: Um, Kevin was, I believe he was nurturing that Achilles uh, during the time. So, you know, a lot of that was spent on, physical therapy, getting right for the season, uh, getting back to being one of the top players in the world. And so, you know, he was there for us uh, virtually, you know, Zoom meetings, spoke with the kids, all of that, uh, gave us his number. He was able to be reached and, um, you know, reach for advice. I I had asked him about coaches that he's dealt with. Uh, I asked him about you know, what was his motivation, having accomplished so much in his life? How does he still have that fire? And then um, I also asked him, because it, it happened around that time, um, asked him if he was aware that the Los Angeles Lakers had won the 2020 NBA championship. Oh, you're that guy. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and then I, he stopped answering my text. So I haven't really asked him a question in a while. <laughs>
0: That's how it be sometimes, for real. <laughs> <laughs> There have been a lot of great basketball shows out there. There have been some not so good basketball shows out there as well too. But one of the things like I said that resonated with me watching the first couple episodes, is just like the, it seems like there's a lot of great onset chemistry. Talk to me a little bit about that. Like with your co-stars, what's that like? You know, you and that thing, you dance and whatever like that. I say you got a little gooseneck on the shot as well too. I see you. Yeah. Like <laughs> so what was, what was it like on set with you, with the fam?
1: Um, chemistry is such a major part of it. Um, I know that every set that I go to, I try to keep morale high. I feel like great morale makes great projects. And um, I remember just wanting the kids to accept me. Um, there was a a situation where I wasn't always the lead guy and I was brought in late, you know, and here I am coming in with people who already have set memories with each other, already have this camaraderie and, you know, I'm the new dude, I'm, and I had to earn that. I had to earn that, especially with young men. It's something that you have to earn. You can't just come in and try to bark orders or pretend like you somebody somebody's big brother. You know, they, you, they might get you cussed out. They're the right age. So, like, <laughs> you know, it's just about uh, earning my stripes, showing them that, you know, I'm here to do work, lead by example. And, uh, you know, any love and praise that I got from my boys, that was really, uh, that would make my day, you know, uh, I miss them so very much. I wish, uh, they all lived in LA. we could all grab some dinner or something, or, you know, go to the movies. But, uh, you know, if, uh, if Apple hooks it up, we can keep seeing each other. (laughs)
0: That's what I'm saying, right? So, I want to, I want to jump into that. I mean, it's, it's. There's a story. There's an arc to be told here. You know, how many seasons do you think this thing can go, bro?
1: Man, until they stop hiring me, that's what's. <laughs> you keeping it a buck? I like that. You know, y'all trying to replace me. I don't give a damn about your show. No, it's uh, it 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 definitely has the potential to keep going. Uh, these are young actors. Um, and yeah if they can make a they can make a deep run in a career out of the the characters that they're building on swagger that is something that would mean a lot to me because i know that for most of them i was there in the beginning and uh yeah i gotta see my gotta gotta see the young cubs get you know get their get they wing you know get they get they swagger on it'd be great you know it, it would be an honor to be a part of the beginning of a lot of great acting careers.
0: What's your favorite part of the series thus far, and favorite character that's not you?
1: Oh God! <laughs> uh, probably um, uh, that's not me.
0: Not you, not you, OJ.
1: Probably uh, Musa. Boy. Musa is my boy, uh, Khalil. You know, that's my dog. Uh, that dude is like thirty eight. He's such a professional, it's crazy. And he's so serious about his craft. And um, you know, all the things that he had to learn basketball-wise and he he went at it full force, handled his business. And um, yeah, that dude uh probably the best actor in the show. Wow. <laughs>
0: The name of the show is Swagger. So I got to ask you before we get out of here, what's the most swaggy thing that you can think of that you've done in your life? What's like the most you've swagged out you've ever been?
1: I performed in Boston in a Kobe jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I was with my pops. I went there in a Kobe jersey and stunned it. I was waiting for a bottle to hit me. <laughs> Boston awesome fans can be a
0: little wild. I, I can't even front on you with that. I, I can't front on you. That that you swagged out for that. Well <laughs> so, so listen, we're running short on time, but you know, I want to say thank you again. And I know you have some screenwriting. That's how you kind of start into this thing, you know what I mean? You will know, give Apple the nudge, maybe maybe they get you that you know, get in the writing gig here in, in season two. What what do you think about that, fam?
1: Oh, I'll figure something out. They'll they'll recognize that once you have let me in the door, it's hard to get rid of O'Shane Jackson Jr. <laughs>
0: That's what's up. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much to my guest, the great O'Shea Jackson Jr. Make sure you follow him on all social media outlets. Make sure you hit up the show Swagger on all Apple TV. I'm your host, Warren Shaw, and this has been another dope interview. Thank you so much. Catch you next time. Thank you, man. Together we stand, Divided we never. The vision is one, striving for the better. Working as a team, working toward a dream It's not even work when the team is the dream On a united front, we gotta hone back A band of brothers to counteract any attack One heart in fact, forget what the blood say Dope is what flows in this fam's DNA So let's do it for the love, give to the max Listen to opinion, but react to facts And remember that, together with a shh But separate, just pieces of it Shoot! Dope is worth closing in this fam's DNA. Dope is worth closing in this fam's DNA. Family represent like a tree, with names on it, we're free, no chains on it, relieved, the pain's gone, I can see. We come together like questions on a quiz, mojo flow and viz, man, you know what it is, and if ignorance is bliss, you're gonna hate this
1: lesson, organized intellect like a tropical depression. My symbol is the cross a mic and ghost peppers, cause I'm just a black sheep, growing up to be a shepherd, moonlighting as a weapon to protect the children, every brother is a father, dynasties we're building. Max, J, and K, Bay, and Isaiah, next level of the Family Foundation, understand me? With the Lucky slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.